table. Just move it around a couple of times. Uh, yeah, we're good to go. Phones right. are in place. You can you can talk. Hello, how are you today? Hey, big time caller, first time first time host. <laughs> how you doing? Okay, all right. And welcome to the Unemployed Guys podcast. My name is Sean Young, and I am here alone today. However, I'm going to be taking some callers uh, because, you know, that's that's just how we do. Uh, so um, here's our first caller. Uh, hey, thanks for coming, first-time caller. Uh, what's your name and where are you from? Yeah, hi. My name is uh, Dan Schmetzman. I'm calling from Toledo, Ohio. Okay, Dan, uh, what, what are you calling for today? Well, I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on if we were going to get this new trailer for Avengers 4, Age of What's Going On with the Big Purple Guy Who Looks Like Grimace. Uh, well, we have recent news that that should be coming out either today or tomorrow, I, I believe. Y- you think that's true? All right. Okay, great. That's all I wanted to hear. Also, live from New York! Wow, what a what a voice you have, Dan. You sound like Luke. Yeah, it is Luke. Hey, guys. Oh. Uh, oh. Not per- actually, technically, first time caller. Definitely not a first time listener. I have to listen to my high pitched nasally voice at least three times a week. Well, thanks for thanks for calling in. Um, so yeah, hi guys. Hi for all of our listeners. Um, so today we're having uh, Luke call in because he is home on business. Um, he's on a <laughs> yeah, business I'm- trip. Yeah, home on a lot of business right now. Definitely doing stuff that only relates to business. Definitely not hanging out with my grandparents and family and putting up Christmas trees and decorating the halls and singing Christmas carols. You know, pretty much stuff that Tom Souls dreams about in his sleep every night. Well, speaking of Tom Souls, he's standing in for you because I don't want to talk to myself. Hi, Tom. Hi. How are you? I'm good. 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 Uh, Yes. Hey, Tom. How's it going, buddy? Good, Luke. Good. Hey, I want you to know, even though you're not here, I sat in my regular seat. We left your chair open at the it table. It is open, yeah. It's... I, really, I really like that. So this is good practice, guys. In case I ever keel over and die, um, yeah, for whatever reason, uh, always leave my chair open. But until you get a better co-host, which shouldn't be that hard, then you can just fill it you know, with any like guy you see on the street. Well, little does he know what we have planned for him when, we get, when he gets back. Death. Yeah. Oh, you guys, are, you guys are gonna take care of me. Yep. yep. We actually uh, hired a hitman. Yeah. He's gonna find you while you're home and take you out. It'll be, uh, it'll be like an accident. It's gonna look like an accident while you're decorating. It's your grandfather. My <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> hey, he's good, man. He's a, he's a former marine. He's got, he's got the moves. Oh yeah. Oh, no, oh, that, that's I actually could. scary. This, this is. This might get a bit morbid, but hey, you know what? Even though I'm not there, I'm still gonna keep it. Gonna keep it real, guys. Eh? Um, have you guys ever thought about how you want to croak? Yeah, all the time. I mean, I mean, no, not at all. No, not really. Um, I just want to be really old. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to live a long time. Other than that, I don't really care. I've always thought I would croak uh, fairly young, like fifty-five, sixty. Um, only, only because I, I, I've never seen myself as an old person, so I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, but modern medicine is so good now. It doesn't matter. By the time we're older, (laughs) that I feel like they're going to be able to extend us, preserve us like pickles in a jar. Yeah. You know? Speaking of pickles, (laughs) I had a, I have a, I have a pickle story later. Uh, Luke, what about you? How are you going to die? Um. I've always said that I would like to go out two ways. All, all actually, I'd like to go out two ways, and then I would like to be buried in only one way. And all three of those things, <laughs> if you add up those scenarios, which is math, uh, involve movies. So the two ways I want to go out are the first one is like Leo DiCaprio at the end of The Departed. Just a quick bullet to the head. You haven't seen it by now. Girl yeah. loser. Oh, the, uh, the next way I'd like to go out, this should be no surprise, those really know me, is Bruce Willis Armageddon style. Okay. So is that saving going on the at the world. same time? Like in a saving the world sense or 
what? Uh, more so like went on vacation, took a wrong turn down an abandoned road, ended up in space. Uh, Liv Tyler with my daughter blew up an asteroid. <laughs> the Aerosmith. I like it. And uh, Can you how imagine we... turning down a dirt road and suddenly you're on an asteroid <laughs> hurtling towards Earth? <laughs> oh, I must have taken oh a <laughs> must have taken a wrong turn around Puxatawney there. Uh, this is in okay. Iowa. It's an asteroid. <laughs> I uh. And then the way I want to be buried is, and actually Anthony Curlot uh, knows my request of how I would like to be handled. Yeah, we um, know that part. Um, the, the Viking funeral. Yeah. Or, well, yeah, just, so, semi-Viking funeral, oh, I know where you, we put you in a canoe or boat-like device and push you down a waterfall, be, a la Lord of the Rings. That is correct. Yeah. That is just correct. like Sean Bean. Good man. Yeah. Dies in everything. Uh, yeah, well, I just, I, I just, however you guys, uh, it has to be down a big body of water, so it could be like, right. you know. Like Niagara Falls, or something yeah. of that nature. Or, or could, well, anything that's got a waterfall, really, so like, even theoretically, you could take me to the old water park I used to work at, Turtle Splash okay. Water Park, when I was a freshman in college, there's a little uh, rock waterfall there, you guys could do it there, technically. Right. There's a, there's a creek in my hometown with a small waterfall, it's about two feet tall, does that count, or does that be big? That would count. <laughs> if it, if, as long as it's a waterfall, so we could go to any, like, technically, like, any putt-putt course, and as long as it's a waterfall there, instead of trying to win a free hole-in-one on the 18th hole and get a free ice cream cone, uh, you could just push me down a waterfall, and that'd be it. What about the babbling brook behind my parents' house? Is it a waterfall? It's a babbling brook. <laughs> What is that? Some sort of what is that? Some sort of World War II lingo? No, what? No, do you not know what a babbling brook is? Oh, he's no, from. He's right from Naperville, everyone. <laughs> do not have I don't know what a brook is. Uh. Uh, first of all, did you, Sean, did you say battling or babbling? No, babbling. <laughs> babbling, <laughs> like the Tower of Babel. Battling. We I'm have. Sorry, I thought you said battle. Sorry, folks, we're having technical no. issues today. No. Uh, I'm sorry that Sean can't get the French out of his mouth. <laughs> I'll put some French in your mouth. Marcel, you've got an American life at stake. It's time to get the gun and shoot some fish. You know that's from? No. What is Anybody that from? Want to take a guess? Uh, no, I have no guess. Please enlighten us. It's uh, Vince Vaughn and Couples Retreat. Oh, my God. Oh. You know what? Every time Every he time. says a quote, I should just assume it's from... Every quote. ...a Vince Vaughn movie, and half the time it is Couples Retreat. No, it is always Couples <laughs> Retreat. There is no other Vince Vaughn film. No, that's not true. I watched The Breakup this morning. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, for <laughs> the amount of movies that you watch, you, wa- you re-watch movies a shit ton. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's how you know which ones they, they stick with. Speaking of, we won't go into details, but speaking of watching movies, Anthony Curlot, if you're listening to this, you're fucked. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got, words. We, got some, uh, we got some shit talk going on because you two yeah, have I got a... him. He's, he, he's mine. He's done. He knows the deal. That's, that's... I don't know. I have... He's a I teacher. Mean, he can put on movies in his classroom. Yeah, you better not underestimate him. I have faith in Anthony. No, I'm not... I, I, in all honesty, I'm not going to underestimate him, but I feel... I, I feel very confident uh, on on the track I'm going in terms of, of movies compared to him. And he honestly, he could because he's going to start, or he'll have me as he'll start Christmas break here in like a week and a half. Right. And then he'll have really nothing but time on his hands where I'll still be, you know, I might be starting rehearsals for a show and then uh, work and whatnot. So, yeah, he, he could. I, you're right. I shouldn't underestimate him. But right now. We have, we have a very good ball game on our hands. Can I at least say that? Yes. Yeah. You're allowed to say whatever you want. So. Okay. That. <laughs> it's too bad these numbers are being kept secret. Uh, it, I wish there was a way that you could publicize the numbers for everyone else except for the two of you so we could all know where you right. stood, but you guys didn't know where each other stood. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be... That, well, we were, so I think I told you this, Tom, and maybe you too, Sean, I don't remember, but for the listeners who have been who have any interest in this little stupid game Anthony and I are playing, um, which I'm sure is like two and a half of you. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm sure it's taking America by storm by now. <laughs> well, forget where Bryce Harper's going to sign. This is where the real action's at this offseason. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, we were, Anthony and I were discussing since December, well, now prior to December, uh, we were both going to be like, hey, do you want to stay where we're at? And then we were just going to stay one month and we were going to see who could get more in this last month. 
but then we're like, we'd have to tell each other. And then there was something else, too, a reason why. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. He said he wanted to make a bet. That was that. That was Anthony's uh, idea, and I was totally down to do that. But the only thing I said I would want to make a bet is if I knew where I was at. Because if I'm getting, you know, uh, creamed right now down like 25 movies, which I know I'm not, but if I was, you know, I wouldn't take that bet. But, you know, if I'm only getting you know, beat by four or five, then I would know. But then again, I just like, I love this whole idea of not really knowing where he's at and where I'm at. No, I love it too, because uh, like we previously discussed, we're probably going to have a movie year in review episode, special episode come early January. And I think it would be a good idea to have Anthony on so that you guys can reveal your numbers to each other in person on the air. Yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna, I, I think that's the goal. I, I know we've been kind of throwing around. I think you've mentioned it too, Tom, just the movie episode. Uh, that is an episode that is going to happen. It sounds like it's going to kind of just be a regular bonus episode. And uh, on that episode, Anthony and I will unveil who won our bet. And then right. we're going to do our top tens of the year and our top ten worst of the year. Right. Also, though, Tom, you want to tell the news of what we were talking about with your list? Uh... I can't remember what we were talking about with my list. I mean, I know okay. that I put together a list. You made fun of me for bad improv. Yeah, That's no. Improv. Um, I did actually count. I mean, I can give my number to the public, so I'm not in this bed, obviously. But I did, while you've been gone, Luke, add up my movies just last night or the night before. And so I have a number where I'm at. Oh. Okay. Uh, my number is 36. Oh. That's not bad. I know. That's probably, honestly, the most movies I've ever seen in a year. Did you go back, like we were talking about, Tom, and, like, look at ones that you, like, because you've seen a couple that I have Yeah, no, seen. yeah, like, no, I went online and got on a okay. website that showed Good. every movie that was released um, in the theaters... In 2018. In 2018. In 2018. And then I went on to Netflix and double-checked the ones that I had seen on there um, in addition to the ones that we had seen. So. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, I'm proud of you. We still have a lot of work to do. Right, uh, right. Yeah, that's good, though, man. That's good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Putting in a lot of hard work. Doing nothing. I, bet, I know. We, I know. We do a lot. We sit on the couch and then we get up from the couch and then we sit back down on the couch and then we get up from the couch. Yeah, and that's it's been a lot works. of work for my butt. Let me tell you. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, but no, so that, that's going to be kind of the plan uh, in terms of movies. Uh, with we're going to do our list best and worst, and then Anthony and I will announce who the winner is. And uh, yeah, it should be a pretty good time. Though. But yeah, it's been we've been watching a lot. That's for sure. And I mean, I'm I'm he, he's gonna he's still gonna give me a run for my money. I know I don't have it wrapped up, but he's gonna. I, we're definitely this is much more of a game now than it was two months ago. That's for sure. Right. Absolutely. Um. So uh, let's let's keep with films now that we've kind of gone. You know, about uh, ten minutes just talking about them. Um. You want to talk about some uh, Golden Globe nominees? That's a good segue. Nom noms. Yeah. Oh, please. If if you. I ran this show like I wanted, you you wouldn't have any idea. Ugh. Anyway, if, I, if you ran the show like you wanted, uh, I would have been killed off three three episodes ago. You're, Absolutely, you you would be lucky to get to episode three. I think we should uh, we should start killing off personalities on the show like The Walking Dead does or Game of Thrones does. That would be fun, and back. then and then we can always just come in as different personalities. Uh. Yeah. I might have to uh, object to this, seeing as I'm the main personality on this show that yeah. appears yeah. with any regularity. So I'm not sure I like yeah. this idea. You're that one guy. You're that one guy that walks in and says, "I have a bad feeling about this." <laughs> Bullet to the face. Um, I would like to throw out a motion now that in 2019 I should not host the show, but I'll probably be out of town at some point in 2019. But my good friend Rodney. Uh, could probably come on the show. And oh, Rodney okay. may yeah. have to make an appearance. He's a he's a good guy. He's always been good to me. I know a lot Rodney, of people don't appreciate him. Rodney but... would be uh Rodney would be good air. He'd be Rodney would be good on the air. Rod, the people who don't like Rod, this is a true this is a true segue I'm about to lead us into. Boys, then we'll get to the Golden Globes in a second. Uh, Rodney doesn't resonate well with people, and those are the kind of people who are like reading this article that's going around now on the internet, and this is a true article that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 
is uh, being told to be boycotted by some people because it promotes bullying. Have you guys heard about this at all? Yeah, I've seen a little bit about it. Um, Enlighten us. It, so I, I don't I don't know exactly what the original source was, but I saw a bunch of tweets about it yesterday when I was scrolling yeah. through Twitter. Uh, Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Ranger, some people say it is not a appropriate Christmas story or kids shouldn't watch it because it promotes bullying because all the other rangers are mean to Rudolph. His dad is quote-unquote abusive, whatever, and Santa Claus is like a dick and a bully to him, and then he goes to the Misfit Toys, which so, that was like also referred to as bullying, and then at the end he saves the day, and then like they make fun of him because he's got the red nose, it's like, it's like, and that's his deformity, and they're making fun of a person with deformity. Right. I, but to me, I mean, like, yes, those things exist in that movie, but to me, it's about overcoming those obstacles in that movie. Like, that's what that yeah. the message of that movie is about, is, like, overcoming certain difficulties in your life and following your dreams. And same thing as, like, the, uh, the ugly swan story. Isn't it? The ugly, the ugly duckling? That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, ugly, ugly swan. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what you're talking well, about. Well, most swans are not <laughs> ugly. And, well, they are until they grow up and to be... Well, swans. Um, I, That's what the I ugly think duckling. on this matter, and I, I just, I could say a lot of things that probably would not be considered uh, appropriate, but I don't really care. Um, I just don't, I don't understand why people. This is exactly everything I hate about this current PC culture. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, folks. Right. Jesus. I also get a grip. Right. I agree. Get a grip. Um, I also think offended it's... by this. Grow up. Grow yeah. the fuck up, and actually just leave. Just leave. Absolutely. We're better off without you. You're offended by it. Just go. And in some ways, I also think it's important to know that the people who find, that come out with these stories or create these stories um, are in the vast minority. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The the vast majority of free-thinking people know better than this. Like, know that things aren't that way in mainstream you know what I mean like they know better yeah. and they know that movie is old and those references yeah. are obviously dated like Absolutely. of course like yeah. things aren't going to be as politically correct as they are now so no, yeah. it's just important to, I just, it's almost to me I it's almost I, I more important to not pay attention to those people and not oh, yeah. give it a voice no I didn't actually actually Tom you're exactly right I just I think it's and those people who make those articles they're looking for a reaction whether it's people who are for it or against it, like people who aren't like me who are like, oh, this is so offensive, and people who are like me who are like, these people need to get a life. Like, either whoever's posting it, they're just looking for a reaction, regardless if they believe in those opinions or not. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely, I don't know, I just saw I that. And then there was also stuff uh, with Baby, it's cold outside. You think, did we talk about this too? The yeah, song? like a radio station in Cleveland or somewhere in Ohio, like complained yeah, I, and I guess, I guess they took radio it off the air. Station. Some, yeah, some are boycotting the song because it, the lyrics suggest that it uh, it refers to like sexual assault and potential cases of rape. Which and I, which it does. And, like the song, if, if you listen to the lyrics, like they definitely do sound questionable, especially in today's era with everything that you know we we now know and what you know what, what, compared to when the song was written in like the '40s, you know, to now. Um, but not that that's really an excuse. You should really know whatever era. It doesn't right. really matter. But. Um, I just thought that was interesting too. That 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 people are saying that that song is not appropriate, or you know, it's not 2018 appropriate. I don't know. It's it's, it's a, in my opinion. I, although yeah, the, the lyrics are definitely kind of weird and suggestive. It's a Christmas carol. Like I don't I don't understand here, folks. What is what is the what's the goal here? To ruin Christmas? Who are you, Tom Stoll? <laughs> Even I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. So, I just like but, to poke yeah. poke. You know the proverbial bear when it comes to Christmas. Sean, what do you think about uh, the, this Rudolph story? I know you just kind of heard of it, but what do you? What's your take? Well, and, I and, and the, I, cool about that. I enjoy bullying, um, <laughs> and so and so. No, no, no. I've no, always no. I've always said Rudolph needs to like get a grip and get his nose removed and replaced. <laughs> He need plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah. He need, he needs surgery. to get a regular black nose to match all of the other reindeer. 
Rudolph the facelift reindeer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he just needs to uh, bite the bullet there, and uh, and just get it done. You just know, conform. Damn it. Yeah, conforming <laughs> is the way to go. Don't be different. Don't be <laughs> that way. Don't be yourself. Don't be. Don't be you. That's boring. Be people That's people better. like other people that are exactly like them and don't bring anything <laughs> to the table. Okay. <laughs> That's what we should learn from this. And for as for Everyone baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. I think yeah. that is one of the worst songs of all time. Wow. Yeah, actually, I don't, I don't like the song either. I don't, I don't think the song is great to begin with. Um, I, maybe that's also why I don't care because, like, it's not like they're being like, "We're gonna boycott Oh Holy Night" or Frosty the Snowman. Then I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Watch your fucking mouth, right. there, guys!" <laughs> but also, um, also Frosty the Snowman isn't going around like you know giving children you know uh, uh, alcohol or yeah. telling them to hey go steal from your parents or hey here's a handgun. Well, um, I mean, think about it this way. Or a bully. Think about it this way. Or the bully. story of Frosty the Snowman. You know, people are going to go, like, if you want to look at the deep context of Rudolph, look at the context of Frosty. Little kids, in a sense, commit uh, assisted murder on Frosty because he melts at the end, and they keep him outside all day knowing damn well if they keep him out, he's going to die. They committed homicide against a six-foot-tall snowman. Yeah, that's far worse than what happens in Rudolph. But but it's different because they they can just build another one. But with the same personality? Yep. Because it will be Frosty you know, again. Okay, guys, here's a good, here's a good Christmas trivia question Frosty for you. They is... Made, they, oh, go ahead. That they made uh, Frosty and then Frosty Returns, the sequel. Do you guys know who voiced Frosty and Frosty Returns? No. Dan Aykroyd. No. Nope. The answer we were looking for was John Goodman. Oh, okay. that makes sense. Yes. See that? Yeah. He'd John make a very good Frosty. He's big. Well, not, he's nowadays, fluffy. Nowadays. He's funny. Yeah. He well, should dress so up as Frosty he, for all of He's down a lot. Goodman. Goodman lost some weight. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks, looks good. He looks great. I love John. Can we just say for a second that John Goodman is the man? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He is the man. He's good. John I Goodman. like him because he's versatile. He's mm-hmm. good funny. He's good serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. hosted SNL all those times. So oh, he's great. He's great there. But he's... Yeah, he and he's great in Blues Brothers uh, 2000 or whatever. <laughs> okay, well, I don't think that's what I was referring to, but <laughs> to each their own. But you know, he's like good in serious roles. You know, like um, Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, True that. Great, great in that. Um, so yeah, enjoy him. He was John very good the, in uh, Curious George Three: Back to the Jungle. <laughs> Oh, you didn't know that world-renowned film? He was in Bunyan and Babe as the voice of Paul Bunyan. (laughs) That makes sense. He was the voice of Egon Cyrus in Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh, John. And he's also in McDonald's commercials, Speechless Thoughts with John Goodman. Mm. Oh well, that's what you have a lot of. You have that. You have those thoughts about three times a week, there, Sean. Yeah, I, I, I've been really craving McDonald's like today. Um, John, can I tell your story about what you had for dinner the other night, or <laughs> is that private information? Oh no, please do. So everyone at home, and then we are going to get into Golden Globes. We got to keep this thing rolling. This is my last going off on a tangent story. So real quick, the other uh, about over the over this past weekend. Sean ordered a pizza one night from one of his favorite spots, Domino's. Yeah. And he offered me a slice when he first got the pizza, and I had just gotten done eating, so I said, no, thank you. Pizza sat in the fridge for a few days, and I do enjoy myself a good slice of cold pizza. And I saw that it was sitting there, and I said, hey, Sean, do you mind if I have a slice of your pizza? <laughs> and he said, well, you can, but the only thing that's in there is pizza crust because I'm going to warm it up and eat it for dinner later. <laughs> Right. So now I want the listeners to picture you open up a pizza box and there isn't actual pizza in there. It's just six, seven, eight. There was eight. Okay, so he eats all the pizza off all eight pieces but leaves the crust. So picture eight hand-tossed crusts 
in a box. See, here's my philosophy, though. I paid about $20 for that pizza. I have made it, I made it into four meals. I had one meal, the first four pieces, the second meal, the last four pieces, and then the f- first, like... <laughs> Three uh, crusts, right, another meal, right. and then the crust got way too I, hard I and I couldn't eat I them it. anymore, so I didn't get the fourth it meal. It could also be four meals if you just eat two slices of pizza as is. No, no, no. Then I'm not full, and then, I, <laughs> then I'm hungry. I go hungry, Tom. You can have I other things right. with pizza. No, I didn't have any food. <laughs> that was my thing. I didn't want to go shopping and spend you know 70 bucks at Jewel Osco, which I did <laughs> yesterday. Well, that's okay. Tom, you're, you weren't shopping with I will say, though, in your defense, Sean, I had a piece of the, the crust warmed up. I, I dumped it in a little ranch, as I'm known to do. Yeah. And it was fine. It was like, it was like a, it was a seasoned breadstick, kind of. Yeah. And, but just make sure you don't microwave them. <laughs> Unless yeah. you microwave they're, they're them for fun. like I'm 10 not, seconds. I'm not going gonna, gonna to not boycott. I'm going to uh, go not shopping for three weeks to... You know, and just eat pizza crust, but, you know, I mean, you did okay. I, I have to save money, you know? I'm, I'm a money saver in that sense when it comes to food. Save big money at Menard, and uh, you can buy everything at Menard these days, boys. I mean, from bronze to silver all the way up to gold, the Golden Globes. You guys see those nominations that got released today? We've really, <laughs> we're, we're really, we're, oh my god. We're getting raided. Getting we're getting raided. There's a fire. Oh, I can hear it so loud over my phone. Um, but well, that's because uh, it is loud. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Speaking of oh, Golden Globes, those police officers are here to get me. They heard I was bullying a reindeer with a red nose, and now I have to go do time. <laughs> uh, real quick. Uh, so like, back to the Golden Globes. To me, the yeah. like as a whole, we can talk about the specifics, but and Luke, you're a big Oscars guy, but yeah. explain. To for those who don't might might not know what the importance of the Golden Globe nomination is leading into Oscar season. Uh, absolutely nothing. Okay. Good. Yeah, it, it, glad it's we got a, that it's out of the way. Total, uh, it is honestly. Uh, I, I, this isn't my opinion. This is just like from other YouTube personalities or shows I've watched on YouTube before. It's always known amongst everyone that. Golden Globes are nothing but a fanfare event. I mean, and you can just tell that by looking. It's usually always um, a night where everyone's really drunk. Right. So really it's just a big party and holds no significance whatsoever. Exactly. The Golden Globes is a big party. Everyone's always drunk. There's always a lot more racier jokes at the Golden Globes than there would be at the Oscars. Um, In terms of all the, the... The big ones leading up to the Oscars that everyone always associates with are the Golden Globes, which really mean nothing, the Critics' Choice Awards, which obviously the critics vote on, and then the SAG Awards, which is just voted by everybody in SAG. But the, only the SAG Awards really only deal with acting, uh, and they totally leave out directing, you know, Best Picture and all that stuff. So yeah, the Golden Globes stuff. don't mean nothing. The, criti- the Critics' Choice, uh, they, they have some, they don't really like, there's no really total merit. Like, I've seen years past where people have, who have swept uh, the Golden Globes, the Critics' Choice, the SAGs, and then they, they go on to win the Oscar. But I've also seen the total end of that uh, scenario where they sweep at all those kind of pre, uh, prior awards and then Oscars night rolls around and they don't win. So really there's no way to tell because the voting committees are so different. Now, right. you still have some overlap between, because uh, I think Golden Globes is members, uh, I think it's, that might be the Hollywood Foreign Press. Obviously SAG is for the members of the SAG, uh, the SAG Screen Actors Guild, excuse me, and then Oscars is just everybody in the Academy, and that's a whole other boring right. conversation we don't need to get into. But yeah, and to answer your question, Tom, really, the Golden Globes are just kind of a fun, flashy night. Hey, if I won a Golden Globe, I'd be fucking stoked about right. it. Don't get me wrong; I'm not yeah, trying to actually downplay the merit. I'm just saying, in terms of <laughs> leading up to the Oscars, it's not much. Yeah. Okay, now that we've deemed the, gun, the Golden Globes unimportant and inconsequential, do you have any takeaways from the nominations today? <laughs> After I just set up for this, this glowing segment of which really means nothing, I will say this, and we kind of talked about it before we started recording, I was just very impressed this year uh, that the movie Vice, the Dick Cheney biopic starring Christian Bale, 
is getting a ton of love. Not that I'm, I I knew it would get some love, but I think it leads the I think it leads the nominations right now. And I mean, all across the board, it, it's got it's got nominations, and I just I think that's really interesting. It, yeah, musical or comedy, it's got that. Let's see, my computer here is very slow, so everyone might have to bear with me. Uh, Sam Rockwell for Vice, Christian Bale for Vice. Yeah, this, I mean, it's very it's very impressive. Uh, Amy Adams for supporting for Vice. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of surprising to me. Also, the other thing that surprised me was First Man really did not get a lot of love. The Neil Armstrong biopic starring Ryan Gosling uh, that only got, I think Claire Foy got nominated, but it did not get Best Picture, Best Actor, or Best Director. Right. And the director was Damien Chazelle, which for people don't remember, he did La La Land, which Ryan Gosling was obviously in, and that movie got a ton of award love. Yep. So it's interesting that this one, even though the content of this movie is obviously vastly different than La La Land yeah. that they're not getting the same kind of love for this yeah it's my thing is so I mean yeah and we talked about this too you know the other thing the Golden Globes does that's completely stupid compared to the Oscars and this is kind of another reason why they're just so silly in the grand scheme of everything the Golden Globes have two best picture categories for those who aren't familiar so they have best picture musical or comedy and then best picture drama and that's not how the Oscars work. The Oscars just have a Best Picture category, but they do have up to potentially 10 nominations, but I can't think of a time where they filled all 10. Usually they usually just do like eight or nine, but they can do up to 10 if they wanted to. Right, and but the Golden like, Globes the best, are a max of five, correct? Per, per, yeah, yeah per, per category. But like Best Picture for Comedy and Musical, you've got movies like Crazy Rich Asians, which I have not seen, and Mary Poppins Returns, which isn't out yet. So I can't really speak to those, but I mean, I just I don't see a world at all where they get, those movies get nominated for Oscars. Right. Sean, um, thoughts, that's, comments, that's questions? Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing. I'm just looking through them all. <laughs> There's a lot. Uh, Sean, you may be excited to see that Black Panther did receive a nomination for Best Picture in the Drama category, which is actually a group. I mean, I, I don't want to like totally. Uh, you know, slash my whole argument what I just said about how that does, the Golden Globes don't mean much. But, I mean, it is, I guess, maybe kind of a good sign, if you want to say that, that yeah. it got a nomination. Well, I, think... I don't think so. I don't think that it's going to get nominated for Best Picture. I could be totally wrong. I just Oh, have I would be surprised feeling. if it did. I yeah, mean, I guess I, I wouldn't I be shocked. I'd be a little surprised. Yeah. I'm just I happy it there's... It's one of my favorites of the year. It's top ten for me of the year. I, I have this weird feeling in the pit of my stomach it's just not going to get nominated for some reason. I'm just happy there's a superhero movie in there. I agree. Because I think I that's fun. I, and I, although I think it, it's, uh, it's not even my favorite superhero movie of the year, Infinity War is, I still think it's such a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it means so much just beyond the movie. I think the, right, the, cultural, the significance cultural significance of it. it it's incredible. I mean, it, it's, it's wonderful. So... I think for that reason alone, it should be getting some love. And then when you just look at the movie on its own, it's a fantastic movie. So I hope it gets nominated at come Oscar season. I just have this really weird feeling that it's not going to. The only other thing I really want to mention real quick, and then we can move on to sports, um, is the thing I'm kind of a little bit bummed about. Uh, Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture. Uh, nominees are Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Voice, Adam Driver for Black. Uh, Klansman, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. I've only seen two out of those five, and I definitely think Chalamet and Adam Driver were great in their movies. I need to see those other actors, too. But I really, really, really wanted to see Sam Elliott for A Star is Born, and I really wanted to see a movie I have not shut up about all year that I think is vastly underrated, and that is Matthew McConaughey for White Boy Rick. Yeah, I Um, I don't see that at all. No, White, White Boy Rick didn't get anything. Uh, it, it's not. It got. It had like a high fifties, low sixties Rotten Tomato score, which I think is a travesty. I thought it was a phenomenal movie. I think it's the best performance Matthew McConaughey has ever given, and yes, I think even better than Dallas Buyers Club. Wow. Um, I, I just. I think it's. I think it's so raw and just. Just pure. I. I was very impressed with it. But yes, I'm. I don't think McConaughey really stands any chance. But I do think Sam Elliott. You could see him for A Star Is Born. Uh, down the road. And yeah, I'm looking at everything else. Uh, John C. Riley got a nomination for Stan and Ollie, 
which I think is that movie about, uh, I want to say Laurel and Hardy, if I'm, if I'm not right. mistaken. I, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the but I, I haven't yeah, the two-man comedy act. Yeah. 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 Steve Carell did not get anything for Beautiful Boy. Uh, nothing on here. He's also in Vice. What's up? Yeah, he's, he's in Vice, too. He's also in Vice. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Rosemary Pike, yeah, for uh, A Private War. No, no, no. I'm saying no. Steve Carell is yeah. in Vice. He, he's. A... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Rosemary Pike. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is but he didn't get nominated for Vice, did he? No, no, no. I'm just saying he's got... He's in three big movies this year with... I mean, his part... We don't know how big his part is in Vice. And obviously he's the lead in the Marwin movie. So he's, it's a good year for Steve Carell, basically. But Oh, absolutely. Even though it's three big movies in a good year, he might not get nominated for anything. Uh, I'm such a nerd, uh, but I'm really happy that... I don't know. I'm going to probably totally... Bitch- Oh, I, said, I almost said Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say Butcher. I'm going to probably butcher his last name. But Marco Beltrami, he did the music, the score for A Quiet Place. Okay. He got oh. nominated, and I thought the I thought the score in A Quiet Place was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I really I agree. hope that I hope that follows suit and gets some love come Oscar season. Again, I'm not trying to like bash the Golden Globes, but it, it's just like a big party. Um, again, yeah, I mean you're right. Hey, if I win, it's cool. But you know, it's just in in terms of the relevancy, it leads up towards the Oscars. I don't think there's personally any, uh, but that's just my opinion. But yeah, no. I, overall, they're cool, and I think the hosts are Andy Samberg and Sandra Ho. Oh. Sandra Ho, yeah, yeah. Is it wait? Is it it's O or O H? Correct. Correct. O H. Yeah. O, not O. Okay, that's what <laughs> she was. Sandra Ho. <laughs> Was she, was she the woman who was on Grey's, uh, Grey's Anatomy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also in that new okay. TV series. Killing Eve. Oh. Yeah. She's like one of okay. the two stars of that. And she was in... Okay. We don't have to go through her filmography, but uh, she was in that movie Sideways like 10 years ago. They got some Oscar love. Oh, yeah, with Paul Giamatti. Yeah, and Thomas Hayden Church. Right. Yep. Yeah, cool. So. All right, cool, cool, yeah. No, that's pretty much it. Hayden I'm ready to move on to sports. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but that's, that's it for the Golden Globes. It'll be interesting. Cool. Uh, speaking of Golden Globes, now we're moving to there's a the Notre Dame football team is known as the Golden Domes, and, but we're not going to be talking about uh, Notre Dame no, at all not, because we don't like Tom on this program, so we're not going to talk about that. Is his correct, and I don't teams. like Notre Dame, and so we are going to just go to football. And the next big football game that I'm looking forward to is the Sunday night rivalry. Okay, not rivalry. <laughs> uh, Sunday night huge game between uh, the Rams and the Bears. Um, also, there are, a, there are a, quite a few really fun games this week that uh, have major serious playoff implications. Yeah, we're getting down to crunch time, final month of the season. We absolutely are. Um, and those games include a 7-5 and five Dallas team taking on a 6-6 six and six Philadelphia team. Uh, we got a, uh, let's see. We got a, a Green Bay team that's taking on Atlanta, which has no playoff implications. No. But uh, first I just, game since they fired Mike McCarthy. Yeah, so and I, just want, I just want to see what happens, especially with Green Bay being at home, uh, seeing if they can keep their win streak alive at home. Except, they, well, they got broken last week. Um, Baltimore, Kansas City. Baltimore, are... Kansas City. That's that's definitely one. Baltimore uh, needs that to stay in the playoff race. But let's go back to the uh, Rams and Bears. Yeah, big game, uh, big game, big game. Uh, Mitch Mitch Titbisky is gonna be back. Uh, hopefully, I think um, it's a big game finish. in the sense that like the Rams want to keep winning because they want home field. Yeah, and the Bears. It's a great test for the Bears. Mm-hmm. The Bears have a, yeah. You know, this is their first real game against. A premier team, mm-hmm. you know, um, so in in the NFC that is. So it'll be a good test to see how well, even if they don't win this game, how well they hang with them in case they play them. If you know later, you know in a month or so in the playoffs. Right. Um, I think well right now, if if the playoffs were to start today, it would be the uh, Bears versus the Vikings in the wild card round. Um, so this is a big game to see if the Bears can take one more game on the Vikings and kind of just put the season yeah. to rest. The Vikings are playing Monday That's... night in Seattle. So if yes. the Bears can win this game and Minnesota loses in Seattle, 
The Bears are going to have a three-game lead with three games to go. They'll essentially have won the division. That's that's a big yeah. that's a big hope, pray, love. I got um, you know I kind of, last week I know I said I had you know I said don't sleep on the Giants and we all saw how that worked out. And now on the opposite side of the coin, I've got this weird. Once again, I've got that weird feeling in my stomach. Maybe I'm constipated. Who knows? Um, but I, 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 have, I just have this sneaky feeling that the Bears are going to come out hot this week and they're going to sneak away with a win against the Rams. Well, I'm I mean, probably totally biased. But, no, I mean, you're um, going to get the benefit of a West Coast team coming in to play in a decently cold weather game. Bears coming off a loss. So you know they're going to be fired up. And, you know, there's a good chance they can win this game. And, and we'll see how much of a difference a Mitchell Trubisky makes right, Mitch is over back, so. a Chase Daniel. We'll, we'll see. Um, I mean, well, from what we've heard, he's kind of like 90, 95, he's 100% gonna play. He's to go. He could have played last Sunday if they really wanted him to. Probably. But they knew that they're thinking long-term at this point. Obviously, they haven't won the division yet, but they're on the right track to do that. They wanted to keep him healthy for the final month of the season and into the playoffs. Um, yeah. Here's some uh, stats for you. Uh, Jared Goff has thrown for 3,754 yards, 27 touchdowns this year. Um, I, he is he's kind of on another level, especially with uh, well, Josh never... McVay. Like him, the, just the quarterback head coach duos that are kind of in the league right now, right. they're definitely the hottest. But I don't know if Jared Goff is as good without him. Without McVeigh? Yeah. That's... Well, no, I mean, it's very clear that McVeigh's coaching and his offensive scheme have made a huge improvement with that team over what Jeff Fisher was doing. And McVeigh is just clearly a great play-calling coach. Yeah. And he knows how to scheme receivers and tight ends and backs open. Um, you may look at the I – mean, obviously, Gurley's an all-NFL-type running back. But, you know, their receiving core – sure, Brandon Cooks is good and Robert Woods is fine. Mm-hmm. But they just – if you watch their games, McVay schemes those guys open. Oh, yeah. He just gets them wide, wide open. Not – the receivers aren't doing all the work there. They're obviously playing great, but that offense is – Awesome football. Yeah, well, we'll have to see how it kind of uh, shakes out this. Yeah, this that matchup, yeah. that offense against the Bears' defense is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, um, I'll say it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. And if you want to win a championship, this is the type of offense you have to stop. Absolutely. So, and, and special teams wins the key to my heart. Yeah, does it? And what's more important than the key to Luke's heart? Um, I... Cody Parkey, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Cody Parkey, <laughs> oh boy. Cody Parkey, no, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think this is going to be a great game to watch. Great Sunday night game, smart choice by the NFL or NBC, whoever chooses to flex out the games. Right. Um, that is a, that's a, that's a great Sunday night ticket. Uh, to see. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, that should be a great game. Any other big games, boys, that uh, feel like are worth mentioning? Yeah, no, I was going to say, for me, the other game I want to watch is Philly-Dallas. Uh, Philly's been looking better the last couple weeks. Dallas has already beaten Philly this year in Philly, and so this game is in Dallas, and Dallas is one game up. But we know Washington's going to drop out of the race with that whole QB situation. They're a mess. Mm-hmm. And uh, prayers to Alex Smith, by the way. Yeah, guys, he's not doing difficult well news. at all. Um, but uh, well, what did you say, Alex Smith? Uh, so the report came out today that Alex Smith is still in the hospital, like two weeks later, because he uh, had some complications from the surgery that fixed his broken leg. He got an infection oh. or something, and so oh, th- it's not like you know, it's not like deathly or anything. Yeah. But there's word out that it could be career threatening. So we'll have oh. to wait and see on that. But if I were him, I would just want to be done anyway. Well, you know those guys, they don't want to quit unless they absolutely have to. I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a multimillionaire. <laughs> I'm okay. I yeah, my career yeah, is yeah. never going to get any better. I'm yeah. not going to win a, a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean he could, you know. Zach Taylor, 
Zach Miller's lucky to be walking, and he's still trying to make a comeback for the Bears. Right, like, damn, right. dude. Zach yeah, Miller's just, different, though. He's a tight end. Right. <laughs> but just in those guys' DNA, they just want to keep playing as long as they can, and I can't blame them. Uh, but back to the actual game. But if Philly can win this – so if Dallas wins this game, they have a great chance of winning the division. It'll be basically locked up because they'll be up two games on Philly with two games in hand against Philly. There'll be almost no way Philly can pass them. But if Philly wins this, they'll be even up with the Cowboys. They'll both be 7-6, and six, and it'll be a race to the finish, and it'll be super entertaining. I just want to see – want. this is what I want to see. I want to see the Eagles win. So oh, me too. Then they go to 7-6. and six. Cowboys go to 7-6. and six. And then I want Washington <laughs> to win against the Giants, Giants. and go 7-6. Seven seven and six. Six. And so then you have three teams with four games left. Four games? Three games. Three. After Three games week. after this week. I want to see that. I want to see what happens. That's always fun. Luke, you got a game you're going to keep an eye on other than the Bears? Um. Well, I would say yes, but this computer at my house is really slow, so I can't even look up the games right now. Right now, I'm just watching a frozen screen of the Golden Globes nomination. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Do you expect off, anybody from the, the Golden Globes to, to win football games this weekend? Uh, I'm, I'm predicting that John Travolta wins a Super Bowl ring for his performance in Gotti. <laughs> Maybe if we get uh, lucky, was, uh, he can come in at the halftime performance and give you know redo his Gotti yeah, a little bit. I, I don't want I don't want Katy Perry or whoever this year. Who is who is the halftime performer? We're in five, right? Oh, I must say. No, yeah, I forget forget that much rather have Travolta just come in and monologue as Gotti for twenty minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, can you guys read me for real if my computer's frozen? Can, uh, well, tonight's game is Jacksonville, Tennessee. That's and it. then we got New York and Buffalo, Carolina and Cleveland, Atlanta and Green Bay, India at Houston, Baltimore Kansas City, New England and Miami. With, which, by the way, if New England wins this, they win the AFC East for like the 27th year in a row or whatever the hell it is. It's actually like 10 or something like that. It's insane. And then uh, New Orleans and Tampa Bay. What the Giants at Washington, uh, the Bengals at the Chargers, Denver at San Francisco, Detroit at Arizona, Philly and Dallas, Pittsburgh and Oakland, Rams at Chicago, and Monday night is the Vikings, Seattle, which actually is the other best game of the week because both those teams are battling for a wild card spot. Yeah. I was going to say, if, if I can't talk about John uh, John Travolta's performance in Gotti, I'd like to talk about the Seahawks and the Vikings. That'll be a good game. And a lot, obviously, being Bears fans, for Sean and myself, a big game for us to keep an eye on. But just taking that out of the equation, I think you have two teams who are definitely in the hunt and huge playoff implications in terms of the wild card. Are they in Seattle or are they in Minnesota? It's in Seattle. In Seattle. They're in Seattle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seattle's playing well, too, right now. I mean, yeah, they man, are. That, that offense. That offense is coming alive. Yeah, the run game's been really great. And Seattle's yeah. always so tough to play at. Stadium's so yeah, loud. right? Especially in home, at home in Seattle. So I, I think, yeah, I definitely think Bears-Rams lead the charge in terms of games. But don't sleep on that Minnesota-Seattle game. That could be a lot of fun to watch. And um, who, did, who did the Vikings play last week? Was the, didn't they play the Patriots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got beat by the Patriots in New England. They lost to the Patriots. That's right. They, they lost to the Patriots. You know, yeah, the Vikings are just such an interesting team to me. Uh, they're supposed to be Super Bowl great... bound this year. Like, they were the team. Yeah, they, they, they're they, yeah they've, got, they've got some great offensive weapons. But, I mean, I just, they just, they, I don't know. I don't, well, I, I, mean, I really the... don't know what it is. I think the big thing with the Vikings is that defense has not played at the level it had the last couple of years. And yeah, I with the agree. defense not being at that elite level, it hasn't allowed the offense's issues. They haven't masked the offense's issues, which are they can't block. So, and when you can't block, yeah. it's hard to yeah. score points. Yeah. Which is just a damn shame because they've got Mr. Reception himself, Adam Thielen. I mean, that yeah. dude catches everything. Yeah, no, they got great offensive weapons. Thielen, Diggs, Rudolph, the running backs, yeah. Tatum between Murray and Cooks. Murray yeah. and Cook and is I, great. And, I, and although I, I think I kind of shit on him a couple of weeks ago on one of the shows, I think Kirk Cousins is fine. Yeah, he kind of chokes during the spotlight games on NBC or Fox or whatever. But, I mean, I think overall he still is solid. I don't know. They're, they're, they're just – I think we talk about it a lot on the show. They're just one of those teams, I think, that you look at all the, the weapons they have and you just kind of think to yourself, why isn't this working? 
And, um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's kind of, I think it's kind of my point. But you brought it up, Tom. I think that defense is just not as strong as everyone thought it should be. Right. And that has definitely kind of been their Achilles heel all season. I mean, uh, they got a month to yeah. rent the ship, so we'll see what they got. Yeah, they're definitely still into it. And that's why nope, they don't have anything. <laughs> they yeah. have nothing. This Sunday is the last game of the season. Everyone who's bought tickets, <laughs> uh, you don't get a refund. And the money goes straight to Mr. Reception, Adam Thielen. <laughs> he deserves it. He's awesome. All right. Well, uh, Tom, you got any parting thoughts before this episode ends? Uh, I really enjoyed uh, essentially co-hosting today. Yeah. Luke will be lucky to get his job back. Yes, he will. Absolutely he will. Changing the lock so he can't get back in. That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Uh, I would just like to remind you both that although you think I go to Jazzercise five to six times a week, I'm actually going to the gym and I'm jazzercising at the gym. So yeah, I'm not right. afraid to right. fluffy fingers all over you. Yeah, I never said uh, you weren't at the gym. I just said you're jazzercising at the gym, not lifting weights. You have well, you know, Tom, no That's proof. what I do at the gym. What's, what's your workout regimen? I go to the gym, I put on my onesie spandex, and I put on a little ton uh, of summers, and I go to town. There's no, And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You just act like you do way more. I just want you to, just want you to it own is. it and embrace it. Okay, you know what? When I see you guys, when I get back into the city tomorrow, we're going to have a talk off air, and the unemployed guys are about to become the unemployed dude, and it's just going to be my show where I sit there every day and do impersonations of Russell Crowe from Les Mis and spout off useless facts from bits on movies. Fair. That sounds awful. We'll, we'll, we I am get, not listening to you that. You want cardboard cutouts of us? We can get cardboard cutouts made so you can, we can like not actually be there. We'll just, you can uh, act no, like I you're yelling at us, and want, yeah, it'll just be cardboard. I just want to talk to myself. Talk okay. to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. But for real, though, uh, this has been a good episode. Thanks for doing this, guys. Yeah, of it's, course. Uh, Thanks for calling in. Yeah, and actually, now this, this, works, this works a little here and there. Sounds, sounds good to me, so. Um, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, thank you. I guess, Sean, we should, we'll, we'll sign off here. Uh, Tom, thank you for kind of co-hosting. Of course. Uh, being, being there to talk to Sean. For everyone else, thank you for listening. As always, if you are listening to us on Apple, please feel free to rate, review, leave comments. It helps us get some, some publicity, a little bit more exposure. It really helps us out in the long run. And if you're not listening on Apple, on Spotify, and Anchor, forever, please feel free to like, share, all that good stuff. Uh, we'll be back with another episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast this upcoming Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. I am one half of your hosting team, Luke Chaconis. Sean, that's where you talk. Yeah, but I, I was just <laughs> thinking it would be really funny if I just cut him off through that entire thing. Luke, you have no idea, but Sean was tempted to hang up on you for like the last 30 seconds there <laughs> and just cut you off. That's funny. Okay. Um, His I finger was, hovered over the button. All right, so that's Luke Chaconis, and my name is Sean Young, and we are the Unemployed Guys Podcast. And, uh, and uh, get the job. How do you like it, Sean? Suck a big fat thing of ass. <laughs> uh, get a job. <laughs>